Hello, we are back from the Panther Pit. Riley Staples in here with John Webb. It's finally Friday. How was your week, John? Pretty good, pretty good. How about you? Pretty good. I'm excited for March Madness. Absolutely. Um, but aside from all the college basketball fun, we still got some high school sports to talk about. And we're going to kick it off with tennis. Um, boys are 6-1, and one, girls are 7-1. and one. Pretty good start. Absolutely. Encouraging start. Hoping to make that run like we did last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good tennis teams. They both play at McIntosh on March 21st. So uh, we got another rendition of the Battle of the Bubble. Go check that out. March 21st at McIntosh. Now moving on to track. What you got on track, John? Well, uh, two weekends ago we competed in a event called Panther Relays that we hosted here at Sarge Mill, mm -hmm. and I actually have posted a story mm -hmm. on the Prowler News about that um, meet. And then last weekend we traveled on to uh, down to Orlando to compete in the Cowboy Invitational, and in that it was a much larger meet than the previous one where we had gotten second in the girls, and I believe it was. 11th or 9th in the in the boys I can't quite remember it's in my story but um, for the Cowboy Invitational in Orlando both boys and girls finished 11th so that's pretty encouraging considering it was a much larger field mm -hmm. in Orlando yeah so a track you know still looking good um, lacrosse we're gonna jump into lacrosse boys 6-1 and one. Uh, is their overall record 3-0 and in the region our last game was 17-1 over Union Grove. We got that win, and most games have looked like that. Um, our, we're in a new area with a lot of Henry County teams. A lot of the lacrosse programs are very new, so they're still getting the swing of things. So, uh, you know, we have an experienced team. and uh, We definitely hold that advantage, and yeah. most of those teams are just so much less on experience, mm -hmm. not only in the players but also even the coaching. So yeah. it's tough to, for those teams, but it, Gives us a pretty easy route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next is, our next game up is Baylor tonight at home. Don't think that one will be too gentle on the scoreboard either. <laughs> not what I'm, that is what I'm hearing, actually. Um, I believe that's another newer program, though. Mm -hmm. So, uh, girls are 4-0, also 3-0 in the region. They play at Mount DeSales tonight. Their last game, they beat Woodland 29-2. <laughs> at some point, you got to stop scoring. Uh <laughs> The game before that, I believe, I believe we were supposed to play Stratford Academy, but it got canceled. So the last game we played before Woodland was against Fayette County, which we won 27-1, to and I have a story on that on the ProudlandNews.org. It wasn't, I mean, they just looked lost. I can't even hardly be fun to play in. You're beating them down mm -hmm. so bad. I remember last year I had a story on a boys game that was 20 to nothing. And wow. I mean, it's just, Well, it's, but it's against all these, you know, Young, developing programs. Yeah. I don't know if Fayette County's had a lacrosse team for a while or not. They look like they only had one or two lacrosse players. Some girls still learning. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, lacrosse is looking good. Encouraging. Um, I believe sure. Benedictine is 5-1, and one, and they are coming up pretty soon um, on our boys' schedule. I think that's next week. So, uh, Real test. I heard Coach Schmitty saying that uh, he thinks they're pretty good. So Benedictine should be a good one. We're going up to Savannah, Georgia for that. And I believe we play a couple games in Jacksonville at some point in Season 2. So we definitely have some competition. But uh, for the most part, it's uh, not looking too good. Big goal differential. 
Definitely. And hopping over into soccer. That's the same. <laughs> we've got uh, the boys are sitting with seven wins, two losses, and one tie. And their overall record is 3-0 and in the region. Sorry, overall in the region is 3-0. and And they've only lost two games this whole year to Carrollton by a 3-0 uh, margin. And also to Columbus, we only lost by one goal, 1-2. One but our goal differential is plus 18 on the year through mm-hmm. 10 games. That's that's some encouraging numbers right there. That means we're finding the back of the net and we're really starting to mm-hmm. find our chemistry and work together well on the offensive end. I believe that's a pretty young team as well, mm-hmm. as we've been saying, right. with every sport. I know it. So, there's uh, a few it role looks, players. looks like there's a threat. These next couple of years we could have some offensive firepower. Mm-hmm. And then the girls are sitting at an even 5-5, five and five, mm-hmm. no ties for them. They started 0-3, though, and they didn't even score in those first three. Right. Tough, tough start for the girls, but they've picked it up since those first three losses. Mm-hmm. They're, so I guess they're 5-2 and two since then, and their overall goal differential in the year is plus 16, so they're mm-hmm. only two behind the guys. So they're they're scoring. They just need to step up their defense. It looks like <laughs> the Golden Angel helps whenever you beat Griffin ten to nothing and Riverdale fourteen. That's nothing. true. Um, yeah, those notable region games were not very close at all. Nope. They're trying to keep up with lacrosse teams on scoring, but uh, both teams travel to Woodward tonight. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know much about Woodward. I don't know if we can expect a win on either side. I know that both teams are pretty hot though. Right. So uh, looking pretty good for our team. Uh, our soccer teams. Now, one bright spot is baseball, and I believe this is one team that we can't say they're a super young team. I believe we have a lot of experienced players. Right. We definitely are. This is one of our more uh, veteran teams, as you could say. 10-1, and 7-0 in a region. That's Those are great, great records. I mean, mm-hmm. one loss through 11 is exactly what I know exactly what Coach Mosey is looking for. And with those veteran, those veteran players, we're, we really have a chance to make a, a quite a deep run this year. Yeah, um, we played Macintosh Tuesday at Macintosh, beat them six nothing. Uh, two days later, we played uh, played here and won eight seven. That was yesterday. We played tonight at five thirty at Macintosh. So uh, we're looking for that that sweep. Definitely. I believe. Um, our sports editor, Morgan Evans, did a story on the first couple games in that series where she plans to. Um, I know we have a recent baseball story on our website. Mm-hmm. So if you need any news, you know, go read Morgan's story. Up next, Pike County at home. And that's not a series. It's just one game, but uh, another game that we'll be looking to use to improve our record. That's for sure. After Pike County, we're starting a three-game series with Riverdale. Two of those games are away. Uh, the middle game is here at home. Mm-hmm, just like the Macintosh one. So we need, hopefully we can sweep that series. I don't believe Riverdale is a great baseball team, if I am correct, but I could be wrong there. So hopefully we can continue our winning ways there. And if we can, be really hot through around 18, 20 games. Um, the one thing that... When you look at lacrosse and you look at soccer and you look at baseball, we all have really good region records. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I think that's very important. Because, like, you know, that was crucial for the basketball season. So, you know, UCL comes into plays, you know. If we get the one seed after that tournament, we might not play Miller Grove. But Look at how important it was for the football standings. Oh, yeah. With the whole Whitewater fiasco. Yeah, Whitewater. That tough we had loss. that three-way tie. It was crazy. So these these region wins are crucial to really the, just the whole turnout of the season. And, um, yeah, all of our sports uh, teams are doing pretty well. That leads me to look over here at these Director's Cup standings where things got really interesting really, really, wild. really fast. Our girls are no longer in first place. Really? Buford has unseated them and has a 22-point lead. Wow. Uh, our boys are backing that up with what looks like a 33-point lead. 23-point lead. lead. Okay, well, are we this not is why I'm in journalism. Uh, overall, one point, 7-14, Wow. That's wild. That is crazy. We had a 200-point lead. It was destroyed. We're a little, looks like 200-plus, just over 200 points ahead of the next guys down. That's Carrollton, McIntosh, Union, Grove, round out the top five. Um, yeah, one-point lead. So basically it's looking like a two-horse race right now. Yeah. I mean, you look at some of the records. We have tennis, 6-1 and one for boys, 7-1 and one for girls. Track's looking good. Boys, 6-1 and one lacrosse. Girls, undefeated. Soccer record good. Baseball record's good. Very good. And um, as we wrap up um, this episode, we are going to be transitioning over to an interview with one of our baseball players, Will Evans. He's going to talk to you guys about, you know, or we're going to talk to him about the Macintosh series kind of moving forward. We're going to talk to him later and uh, plug in the interview. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, really appreciate it. I believe this was episode 10 that we've done. Wow. We got to double digits. Double digits. <laughs> big big time. Come a long way. But yeah, we will be interviewing Will Evans soon. So make sure you tune in to listen to that. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Hey everyone. We're back here and we're sitting down with Will Evans, baseball player, senior. And it's the Monday after the weekend we recorded, or the Friday we recorded the uh, beginning of this episode. So it's just me. Riley couldn't be here today. So let's just get started talking about baseball. How did you see this, uh, when we're going in the season, what what do we kind of expect? What do we see ourselves being before we started playing any games? Uh, well, we always expect ourselves to be good and win a lot of games. So it's just a matter of putting it all together and being able to mold as a team and play team baseball and come away with the wins. And Stars Mills, a pretty consistently good baseball program, I would say. So what does that kind of do to a team that's coming up that's maybe lost a few players like we did from last year to college and graduation? So what is that? how does it transfer over to the next year with the pressure following you that really this program should be a winning program almost every year? Well, I think the coaches uh, have the same approach coming into every year. Uh, they always do the same drills at the beginning of the year, teach the same stuff. And basically, it's just cycling new players through the Stars Mill way of baseball. And so this year, we were able to have a lot of younger guys who were sophomores last year and juniors this year have been stepping up and really helping the team out. And then we have a lot of juniors that are now seniors, and they've really been stepping up and helping the team a lot too. And speaking of those guys who are just now becoming seniors, who do you see as some of the leaders on this year's team? Oh, Jake Arnold stepped up into a leadership role. He's been really 
organizing the team and serving as a captain and really motivating us to try and be the best. And he's going to North Georgia next year, so he's a good player. Definitely. And like you were saying, we've got a, around seven, five, six, seven players who could be going to college to play baseball. You've already committed. Congratulations, by the way. So what's it what's it kind of like to have to prepare having so much talent? Most teams don't have five, six players going to play college baseball. So what's that like? Yeah, I think we're really a really deep team. We have a, a lot of solid players who are going to be good college players too. And it's just a matter of having us all come together to really help the team out and win games. Right, and uh, we just completed our sweep of both McIntosh and Whitewater. Huge beat both of our main region opponents. Uh, we have Riverdale coming up this week, I believe, and then soon after that is Griffin. So how are we preparing for these big, important region matchups, especially the Griffin uh, series, which will be probably the most competitive that we've seen so far? Yeah, I think this upcoming week with Riverdale, as long as we play our usual way, we shouldn't have any problem with them. But Griffin's going to be tough. Right now, we're both at the top of the region, so that series is probably going to decide who's number one and number two. So we just have to be ready to play well. They have some a couple really good players on their team, and we just got to be able to handle them and try and get at least two wins, hopefully sweep them too. And speaking of scheduling... I believe that there's a new schedule set up this year. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Oh, yeah. This year they up the amount of games that you're allowed to play in the season. And with that, now you play each region team three times instead of just twice. And those three games is now coming in a series in which we play all three in one week rather than two games at different times of the year. So it's kind of interesting because it – it makes you. It helps you see how deep your pitching staff is when you have to play three games in a short amount of period. Right, and those series are really competitive, and obviously brings out a lot more of a kind of. I don't want to say competitive again, but I don't really know where to use. It's just a edge on these games that you wouldn't really get if you split, uh, spread them out across the whole year. Right, it's a lot more like the playoff series are going to be because you can't just throw one pitcher in both games. You have to use all your pitchers. So. so you definitely think that this is kind of an advantage to really everyone just helping you out preparing for the postseason? Yeah, it definitely gets you ready for the postseason series. And I think it's an advantage for us because we have a really deep pitching staff. So, Speaking of pitching related to it, we have a new coach, Coach Sweeney, this year. Can you tell us a little bit about his role in the organization and what he's doing? Yeah, so this year they put in the new pitch count limits so Coach Sweeney's in charge of keeping track of pitch counts and looking at the guidelines to make sure nobody goes over and helping plan out how many pitches a guy can throw and still be able to throw a couple of days later. So he's a good addition to the team. Definitely helping us out. And um, we've only taken one loss this year. That was Alatuna, who just happens to be ranked first in the state and fifth nationally, which is pretty outrageous. We only lost 9-4, to four. and so could you kind of explain how that game went, how you feel about the matchup, and how you see our team kind of faring against those top-tier teams? Yeah, that game, we didn't play our best, 
We kept it close, I think, up until the sixth inning, and then they scored a few runs and kind of broke away. But we definitely had a chance at beating them, and it's kind of cool to see that we have a chance of beating a team that's ranked so high nationally. It makes us think that we can beat almost anybody. So it's a good confidence boost. Definitely an encouraging result right there, although it is a loss, the only one we've got so far. So that's definitely a good good news. Uh, we were talking before we began this interview, and you were saying our strengths this year are kind of more around pitching and defense. We're inconsistent on hitting. We'll have days where we hit really well, and then we'll have days where we struggle to hit at all. So, how are we kind of working on that, trying to spread the love a little bit, get a little, get our bats hot before the postseason begins? Oh well, yeah. The pitching and defense has always been great. In the three years that I've played here, we've always been our strong suit's always been pitching and defense. But this year, we've had games where we just explode offensively, and then there's other games where we just have to scratch across a couple runs to just get the win. Like in this last series, we scored 14 runs in the first two games versus McIntosh, and then the last game we only scored one and got a one nothing win. So in that game, one was all we needed, but. We just keep working on drills in the cages with the coaches, and they're always trying to help us get better. So, Speaking of hitting, you had a huge hit in the third game of the Whitewater Series uh, on Friday, correct? That was on yeah. Friday. And so you hit a home run in the first inning, cracked a guy's windshield, and we run-ruled Whitewater 15-0 in three innings. So could you talk a little bit about how that result kind of encourages the team, brings us forward, and what it does for a team? Uh, it was definitely really exciting. It was really fun to beat a rival team like Whitewater that badly, and it was just it was a really good team win. Lots of lots of hits from lots of guys and lots of contributions. So it really gave us a lot of momentum going into the McIntosh series. So that helped out a lot. And talking about momentum, what are we doing right now, and how are we kind of getting ready for the postseason and? How do you see the postseason really playing out for us this year? I know it's hard to predict, but if you could make any assumptions. Uh, well, right now, if we can beat Griffin the next week and get the one seed in the region, that puts us in a really good position to go deep into the playoffs. Um, I've heard that the region we match up with shouldn't be too big a challenge if we're the one seed, so that would definitely help us out going further. And we've struggled, like you said before this, to get through the first round. So how how crucial is it to really get a good performance out of our guys in the first round hopefully make it to the second round? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Uh, it's no fun losing in the first round because all, all, build up all that excitement about the playoffs and then it's just gone right away. So it'd be great if we can get that first round win and then maybe that can carry us on really deep into the playoffs. Well, that's all I got for you. Congratulations on the great year so far. Hopefully we can, or I guess you guys can continue the, the winning ways. You got anything else? Uh, I think that's it. Go, go check out the baseball team. Thanks for listening. Thank you.